So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. And as we are recording this, I just had a thought cross my brain. And that is, we only have two weeks left of Matt James this season. Obviously, we saw everything go down last night. We are going to do a quick recap today. But next week is the finale, which is crazy to think. I feel like this season has been so long at times and then so short at times. But um, I can't get into the recap and I can't get into our amazing guests that we're having on later without some incredible reinforcement. So I thought I would bring none other than my girl Tasha back. So Tasha, welcome once again to Bachelor Happy Hour. What is up? I'm so happy to be back. Honestly, this is very fun. And honestly, I don't want to tell my co-host that I'm here. Like, it feels like like, I'm doing something a little naughty, to be honest with you. But like, (laughs) what they don't know, it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? So let's have some fun. This is Let's have some fun. You know what? I've I've heard this many times this week, but it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission or (laughs) beg for permission. So you know what? We're just going to get into this. Joe and Natasha on ClickBait can get at you after this. But um, while we have you here, we have to get into it because... Like I said, we have an incredible guest coming on today, one that I think fans have been asking for for a while, and especially after the gut-wrenching goodbye and and her hot seat mm-hmm. on Women Tell All. So very soon, you guys, we will be bringing on Serena P., um, 
I can't wait to have her sit down and just pick her brain a little bit more of like what was actually going through her mind when she said her goodbyes, when she self-eliminated, and also when she saw him again at Women Tell All because I know from experience that seeing an ex is never easy. It's uncomfortable. Like, so I, I just want to hear woman to woman, like what was going through her, her brain and her heart at that point. Um, but before we do, it's a spicy week, you guys, it's, it's fantasy sweet week. And, um, Tisha, it's so funny because we both as leads have lived through fantasy, fantasy sweet week <laughs> as a contestant and getting in our heads, knowing like that this guy that we like, that we're falling for, that we're dating, that we're trying to potentially end up with at the end is seeing other women. And then we've also lived it on our side where it's like the ball was kind of in our, should I say the balls were kind of in our court? <laughs> and like we got to do several of them. Yeah, they literally so what were. Is it like, Yes. Yes. And so it's like, you know, in that moment, you're kind of like living this high and you're like, oh, this is everyone's dream. I'm, you know, it's so fun to be able to do this. But you've had the most recent fantasy suites because, you know, it was your season last season. So what is it like remembering, like reliving those moments and then watching it back on a different season? Oh, my gosh. I just remember how like intense that week was for me. Because like I am such, I, I guess I'm not really reserved, but it's not typical that I take like three to four guys, guys mm-hmm. into a fantasy suite, <laughs> um, let alone date 20 of them. But what I'm trying to say is I just remember, you know, how many emotions you're going through and like trying to really just feel out each relationship and, and, and seeing where that's going and really trying to see those people in your life like long term and uh, I was feeling for Matt just because I know how stressful that week is but also for Mm -hmm. the girls because it's you can get really in your head and get very Mm -hmm. self-conscious you have no idea how the other relationships are going I mean you know especially now usually the women are separated but they're in the same hotel so they're seeing each other they're seeing each other come back and um from the dates and whatnot and you can Uh see if they're happy if they're upset like whatever it is and so I can only imagine how it feels for that. That was like my one takeaway. Like, Mm -hmm. and I honestly, like, I don't think we need to get into like a date by date, night by night, because like it it was pretty standard. It was very straightforward. Like nothing too major really happened with the individual overnights. But like the fact that the women still have to live together and see each other and talk about it, that in itself has to be Mm. difficult because I remember on my time on The Bachelor, like, and I was separated from the girls. We were all in separate hotels. I didn't see them after that. Like, and so I can't even imagine, and I was so in my head at that point. I was like, I was going stir crazy, just like pacing my room back and forth being like, you know, I have this really strong connection and I feel so confident, but like he's sleep- having a nice little slumber party with somebody else. And you just like run through all of these scenarios and your mind runs away with you. And the fact that like these girls have to sit down and I'm sure eat some meals together and talk about like things that they don't want to necessarily talk about with people that are, you know, dating the same man. Like it's that, that, that was like one of my major points. And I was like, God, that sucks. Like it, it sucks for really men. It's a lot of pressure. But for the- yeah. I mean, like, because I feel like you definitely want to try to stay, I don't know, in your own lane and think about only your relationship and not start to compare and do all that kind of thing, um, do all that kind of stuff. But you are forced to literally be in that situation and be like, so how was it? (laughs) 
I don't care how it was, but their dates look like they went really well. I, I, I think Matt and Michelle have such an amazing connection. Brie and him, I think, had such a good conversation that um, was really tough for her and for him. And I, I'm so happy they were able to bond, you know, um, with their dads and everything. Um, and as far as like Rachel and the pottery date, I feel like it kind of started off a little rocky, but. Well, there's there. always a one. There's always that one person that I swear they always save them for last that are in yeah. their head. Like, so I get it. Like, there's always that one. But speaking of the conversation like that he had with Brie and, you know, he, he had mentioned, well, and he had mentioned it to most of the girls that he had finally had this very uncomfortable, I think, long overdue conversation with his father. Right. Um, let's get into this because... I, I'm sure we have like maybe differing thoughts, but like watching that conversation when his dad came in, I felt for Matt in that moment, like honestly, and maybe it was just me, like who at this point in my life, I don't have a father in my life because mm. he passed away. Like watching this conversation was so gut wrenching to me, but it also made me feel slightly uncomfortable like it like i felt like personally it's something that i shouldn't be watching like i it should not have been aired like this was such a a hard it was very intimate very intimate conversation that like part of me wishes he would have had it i think it was needed for both of them but like also, I wish it would have been kept private a little bit. I'm in the same boat with you. Like, it was very gut-wrenching. In fact, I was crying just because I can tell like he had so much emotion and there was so much hurt there. And even his dad just like, you can tell that he knew that he had hurt Matt, you know? Um, it, it was very heavy and and I feel for him so much, but I'm, I'm happy they had the conversation, but I have to agree with you. It seemed, I wish the conversation would have happened like behind closed doors. But I think another beautiful thing about this like journey is that it really puts you in uncomfortable, uncomfortable positions to really face feelings that you're having and um, have these tough conversations, especially with the girls, but also with your family. Like I had some with my dad. Like I never used to talk to my dad about like men and whatnot, but um, you have to do it at some point. And so I felt kind of awkward in a way that it was so intimate, but. I'm so happy they were able to finally have that conversation because it seemed long overdue. Yeah. And I think Matt said it best. He made, and I, I might botch exactly what he said, so please bear with me, but he made the comment like, this isn't going to be fixed in one conversation. Like, this is right. a journey. It's going to take time. It's going to ha- like something that's going to have to continue to happen. I'm glad that he recognized that and and that he said that because it's so true. It's not something that can just be fixed in a 15 minute conversation on national television. So I think moving forward, I just want to leave it at this is like, I hope that they started this solid foundation where they can continue to build off of that and continue to have conversations and be in each other's lives in some capacity. Um, it, it, from what we saw, it was the start of that and they were able to hug it out. And I think Matt was able to feel some sort of weight off of his chest. So I truly just like pray and hope that he continues to fight for that with his father. If that, if that is indeed what they both want. So absolutely out of this entire episode, that was like one of the most, I think potent moments that, that we saw go down that really stuck out to me. Same here. I mean, I don't think we've seen such like a raw conversation before. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah. So it's it started with the heavy. It then got into the little hot and heavy, if you will, Ooh. with Ooh. the uh, little overnight <laughs> fantasy suites, um, which we won't get into because, you know, we saw it all go down. Nothing major, major happened. It was your pretty standard. Yeah. Very standard. Your typical fantasy suite weeks. There's always someone in their head. There's always awkward moments. Like, um, shout out to, to Brie for continuing to stay classy and elegant and so poised and respectful like when she was going home um my heart goes out to her no breakup is ever easy so brie you are incredible i'm sure hopefully at some point we'll maybe have her on the podcast we'll see but in terms of guests we just have to bring on our girl because it's it's time for the woman of the hour. Like I said, people have been asking for her. So you guys, let's just bring her on. She made the tough decision to send herself home after the hometown dates. And we saw her and Matt have some wonderful closure on Women Till All. But today, she's going to be here to answer all of our and your questions because so many of you submitted so many questions. So thank you. So without further ado, you guys, please welcome Serena P. All righty. Well, first and foremost, Serena, welcome to Bachelor Happy Hour. We are so excited to have you, mainly because I'm selfish and you've been one of my favorites this entire season. So I just want to start it off asking, how are you? How have you been since fil- filming Fill Us In? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So thanks <laughs> for having me. Um I've been good. Life has been crazy. This is not where I thought I would be. <laughs> but I'm super happy to be here. And, you know, the support I've received is amazing. So I've really been receiving and feeling nothing but very loved and supported lately. That's so good. good. How did you we always ask this question just because I'm we're so intrigued of how anyone ever gets on the show. But how did you initially get on to Matt's season? So I applied like very late in the application process. Um, I applied because it was Matt. He got announced and I applied about two months later, I think. It took a little bit of pushing and shoving from my mom and my sister, but (laughs) they finally broke me down and got me to apply. So yeah, I filled out something online and the ball kind of started rolling and kept rolling and then I ended up on the show. So I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so exciting that it was them like propelling you to do it. And then you made it as far as you did. And they got to meet him too. So that's crazy. You know, I've been a fan of the show for years, but I, I never imagined myself actually going on it. Um, <laughs> so it definitely took some encouragement to get me to that place. But I'm grateful for mm-hmm. it. Do you think you would have applied had it been any other bachelor? Or was it solely for the fact that it was Mr. Matt James? No, it was definitely very much because it was Matt James. I think... You know, COVID and the state of the world obviously has a factor in that decision, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't have seen myself applying not knowing who The Bachelor was. That would have just been difficult for me. I saw Matt, obviously he's an incredibly good looking guy and just kind of the few things I'd seen from him on the internet. I remember thinking like, if I met this guy at a bar, I think we'd hit it off. Like, I think I would shoot my shot with him. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we did end up having a great connection. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of connections, I mean, you guys seemed to hit it right off the bat. Like you, you were one of the very first girls to get that one-on-one date. So two-part question, A, did you feel that spark right away, like that instant connection? And B, did you expect to get a one-on-one with him so early on? 
I think it's hard to know when that one-on-one's coming. Everyone's hopeful for it right off the bat. I definitely felt that connection from night one. I mean, it was just really easy and natural between us. We had great conversation and it never felt forced. Um, There's obviously an attraction there. I mean, from the first group date, our, our relationship really hit the ground running. So getting that one-on-one early on was it was great because I felt like our relationship was on a fantastic track so to have that extended time to just propel it that much more forward I mean it was I was really lucky to have received it yeah I definitely feel like I saw a spark between you guys really early on did you guys did you feel like that as well especially like with the one-on-one coming on I feel like I don't know you kind of have like an idea or like a little bit of an instinct like oh my gosh I feel like we're doing really well this might be me like did you kind of have an idea or did it totally take you by surprise no I I can definitely relate to that I think I mean after the first group date we had like had a great conversation and we'd kissed and I was like oh my gosh there's Mm -hmm. this huge spark there um so I definitely felt that week I was I was definitely feeling like it could have been me on that date card. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know. I think a lot of girls feel that, but because of how strong our relationship was so early on, I, I was hopeful and felt like there was a good chance that I was kind of in the running for that date. Mm -hmm. Okay. Serena, I have to say, because you like you from the beginning were somebody who seemed so easygoing, always laughing, just you had this like beautiful spark of energy about you that like really I feel like you were just like down for anything. As long as you were with Matt enjoying the moments, like you were open to it, but you kind of did get the short end of the stick because your first one-on-one with Matt, obviously you had what like donkeys or ponies <laughs> all up in your face like as you're trying to make out with him and then you're it was the second one-on-one date, which was the yoga date that you really like could tell you were out of your comfort zone. You did not seem to enjoy it. Like (laughs) what was going through your head during the time of the yoga date where you just like, gosh, dang it, another date where it's just like uncomfortable. Like talk us through your thought process in that second one-on-one. Yeah, definitely. So Going to that second one-on-one, I was obviously over the moon. I was not expecting it because it was a second one-on-one. So I was like, what are we doing? I'm so excited. And I remember someone had said, oh, do you think you're doing like yoga or tantric yoga? I was like, I really hope not, but let's see. And then we showed up and sure enough, I know, it was tantric <laughs> yoga. There we were. Um, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, it was so obvious she wasn't intimate on that date and they didn't have chemistry and they didn't have this connection. And for me, that really wasn't what it came down to. I'm very attracted to Matt. We were extremely affectionate throughout our entire relationship with each other. And I loved that component of it. I just didn't love the forced intimacy. And I was pretty vocal about that. And I think that's why, you know, when I told Matt later, it wasn't my thing. I don't think he was completely thrown off or shocked. I did say though, it's not something I would do again. I didn't feel comfortable, but I was glad to hear that he enjoyed that experience and he felt like it bonded us and grew our relationship because at that point I was still very invested in him and very invested in us. And to hear that he gained something from that experience, I was like, okay, I didn't like it. I won't do it again. But there's a silver lining here. And right. that was that it meant something special to Matt. And yeah, I mean, everything I said, I, I, 
feel a hundred percent. It just really wasn't for me. It wasn't in my comfort zone. And when it comes to physical intimacy, I don't think that's an area where you should really be forcing yourself out of your comfort zone in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want that to be yeah. super organic and not feel like, okay, like you have to kiss him now, kiss him, do this and that, especially when you're, it's a new relationship. And so like, I don't know. I totally get yeah. that. Yeah, especially when it's a new relationship. Like, that's not something that anyone would usually pick to do on a first date, probably. (laughs) And so the fact that, yeah, adding in that added layer of, like, you're not only around a crew who's filming this, but, like, you know your family's going to be watching this back in a few short months. And, like, how do you explain this? And hopefully it's not awkward. I totally get that. Like, you're talking to the girl who watched the Fantasy Suite Week with her entire family and I was like this oh? is not how I want to be spending my time right now but I made sure not to do that <laughs> yeah no you're smart you're smart I totally get it so Serena if you're ever in that position in the future like bachelorette on paradise no-no. like just don't watch it back with your family <laughs> but right now how, how has it been because ha- obviously like they were shown because you mm-hmm. did make it so far you did make it to hometowns so how is watching the entire season back with them? What do they have to say? Like, are they supportive? Like, is it their like girl who they know and love? Like, are they seeing you reflected as who they know you are on TV? And then how excited were you for Matt to finally meet them? So I have been at home because we're in lockdown in Canada still in a lot of areas. So I have been watching every episode with basically just my family and specifically my parents. So there's definitely been a couple awkward moments, um, but they are, they're so supportive and they're super proud of me, which is so great. I'm very happy they got to meet Matt. They really loved him and they really loved being able to come and meet him and kind of share that experience. It's really unique having had my family come because it's one of those things I say to my friends, you'll never fully understand what I went through because you watch the show, but there's so much behind it. But my family actually does. So I feel really privileged to have kind of gotten to share that with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, watching it back is is unique. But a lot of the feedback from family and friends has just been that the person I am sitting on the couch in my house is the same person you see on TV. And that was kind of my goal in the show was to just stay grounded in who I am and put my whole self on the table, you know, flaws and all. Matt, this is who I am. Make a decision if you like me or not, because we only got a couple weeks. And I think that my family and friends were able to see that. So that's been kind of cool to hear that feedback. Were you like nervous or excited at all? Like, like what, tell me your thought process. Like, what were you hoping to come out of your hometowns? Like, were there some hesitations that you had? What was going on? For hometowns? Yeah. So going into hometowns, I was kind of starting to have those doubts that you saw boil over. I was starting to recognize that there might be something there that's holding me back. But mm-hmm. I was just so hopeful that I was going to feel, I was going to be like, I'm in love after that mm-hmm. day. You know, I was falling in love. I really wanted to get there. We had this amazing relationship on paper. There was just nothing wrong. I couldn't figure out any reason to have these doubts, but they were there. So I was like, my family's going to meet him. They're going to love him. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be rainbows and butterflies and unicorns. And I'm going to be amped when I leave today. <laughs> and that's obviously not what happened. Um, but that's <laughs> yeah. not to say that it was it was bad. It was just, I got clarity. I just didn't get the clarity that I walked in hoping to get. Right. But I was able to really figure out where I was at. And I'm glad that that happened that week versus a week or two down the line. You know, I don't yeah. want to waste time, mine or Matt. So I'm happy that I was able to have that reflection with my family and also then take it 
to reflect in on myself. Like, where am I at? Where is this going? Like, mm-hmm. there's only a few weeks left. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this because so we talked about you sending yourself home last week on our podcast and kind of like so and this was me and and this is why I'm so happy we have you on to kind of clear the air a little bit. I was watching it and I said something along the lines of like a lot like on paper Matt looks perfect. Like he probably checks all the boxes at this point that she would want, but maybe just like that oomph that like one spark the like passion's not there like whatever it might be like there's like just something missing so knowing that and then having your family sit down and be like you know you don't seem like you're fully committed you don't seem like you're all in or ready for this like had they responded differently in that moment would you still do you think have have self-eliminated or had they been like fully supported all in like oh yeah we see it he's great go for gold would you have stuck around longer, do you think? Um, potentially. I think that had Matt, you know, not ended our relationship in the following weeks, I still might have. Um, I think I still might have gotten to that place on my own. It might have just taken me a little bit longer because what the audience didn't get to see was my family being like, if you fall in love and get engaged to this guy, we'll throw you to his party and be thrilled for you. I mean, he's great. He seems like he really cares about you. You mm. seem like you could be a great fit together. So we're happy either way. They were very much, this is what we see and this is what we hear from you. And those are some things that you need to address within yourself. But if you come to us and say, nope, I fell in love. We got engaged. This is all great. They would have been totally happy. So it really wasn't them pushing me in a certain direction. It was them picking up on those doubts that I was having when I was trying to express myself and talk about my feelings and and struggling to do so. And you had like a very emotional conversation with your mom. Um, and she brings up your past relationships. And and looking back, do you think that that's what affected your ability to move forward with that? I don't think that was what affected my ability to move forward. Like, I don't see what I went through my past relationship as a block. Yeah. I think what it was was, in my last relationship, I really trusted my gut and mm. that relationship ended in heartbreak and pain. So I was struggling to trust my gut again with Matt because I didn't want to make the wrong decision. And I didn't really know where my gut was leading me because, you know, I wanted, I wanted it to work out. But that's kind of what I got to with my mom and that conversation, why I was so emotional. And there was a lot going on that whole week. And I mean, you can you both experienced it. Hometowns, it's just, it's a lot. You're very yeah. aware of the soon engagement that's coming up. So I was really yeah. overwhelmed. I was struggling to trust myself in that moment and struggling to just figure out what this feeling in my gut was. Was it fear? Was I just scared of getting heartbroken again? Or was it something more than that? Was it something that should make me consider removing myself from the relationship? Having your family there really makes it real, like really quick. And mm-hmm. it really makes you check yourself and just be like, look, I know like I'm a smart girl and I have good instincts and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, am I in love land a little bit? Like, <laughs> do I need to check myself mm-hmm. and think about reality and like what life will really look like after this? So I totally understand that. Mom well, always mom puts in everything into perspective, perspective too. So totally. Well, and your family, they know you best. And a lot of times mm-hmm. too, they'll check you and they'll 
they will recognize and call out things that you either a don't even see in yourself or want to acknowledge. So sometimes in those scenarios, like you really need them to solidify one way or the other. Like what's, what's going to be the best decision in the long run? Because at the end of the day, like say you were to get engaged and get married, like you're not just marrying this one person, like you're marrying into the family, like you are yeah. bonded mm-hmm. for life. And that's like, I, it, it, you, it should not be taken lightly. And so Serena, like I'm, I kudos to you for really like listening to what your family had to say. And, and it sounds like they were so incredibly supportive, but at the end of the day, like really feeling like, what what are my emotions here? Is it fear? Is it like the fact that I could get hurt again? Whatever it might be, like I think that's really strong of you as a woman to listen to your gut. And I mean, I will say, like watching that breakup that last day when you said goodbye to Matt, like it was gut wrenching. Like yeah. we watched, the, we've all seen the show, and like some breakups, you know, like tug at your heartstrings. Some some are easier than others. Some are just like pitiful like whatever it might be but like yours truly like I felt like you guys cared about each other and had so much respect and you know Matt like I think at the end of the day was so into you but he was also respectful of your decision and be like look like I you know I can't like if you don't want to be here like I can't talk you into it like this is a two-way street so going into that conversation and that breakup what were you telling yourself like did you kind of have a game plan were you thinking like did you assume he was going to respond one way? Like speak on that going into it. Yeah, I definitely went into the breakup. Um, I guess you could say pre- prepared as prepared as you can be. I mean, breakups are really emotional and I wanted to kind of have an idea of what I wanted to articulate to ensure that I gave him as much closure as possible and wasn't overcome by emotion and wasn't able to kind of effectively communicate to him. I didn't know how he was going to react if I'm being completely honest. I mean. I think you can really know someone, but going through a breakup just is a whole other thing. And we've never been through something similar to that. So it was really a first and his reaction was something I kind of just left open in the sense, you know, whatever comes, comes and we'll have whatever conversation he wants to have. I know that, you know, my delivery was a little on the harsher side with kind of me saying, you're not my person. Um, That wasn't an accident. It was a choice and I agree that it's a harsh statement and it really, really killed me to say it um, because I knew it would hurt him. But I felt, and you know, maybe, maybe this is right. This is maybe this is wrong. But in that moment, I felt being as clear and direct as possible about where I stood in that relationship and what my feelings were and why I was leaving was the best thing I could do for him because he has three other women. He doesn't have weeks to ponder we don't have time to have multiple conversations it's one conversation and then I'm gone and then he goes on dates with other women so I didn't want him to leave that conversation with any doubts any what if any questions I wanted to be as straightforward as I possibly could and it was hard I mean it was harsh emotional yeah Yeah. I don't think it was harsh I don't think you need to beat yourself up I think in that case when you say like time is of the essence and you like at that point there was four of you left like I thought yeah. that was commendable like to be honest like putting myself back into the the shoes as a lead like if somebody would have said that to me like sure it would have been hard to hear but at the end of the day like I can't fault you for that and I would rather have that directness than have multiple conversations back and forth trying to figure out like oh but could this work I want them to say but like do they want to and like like you said all of the what ifs and the unknowns like I think 
you handled it like in a very respectable way. Absolutely. There was a point where like someone did say like, you know, I can't be here anymore because I just don't know if I can get engaged. And unfortunately, that breakup kind of went back and forth. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, you're everything I want. But like, at the same time, it's like, I don't know if I can. And like, even the goodbye process was like, he was walking into the car and then came back and held my hand and walking into the car and then came back and gave me a kiss, like walking into the car. Like, I understand it seems like very harsh for you to be like, you're not my person. But at the same time, it's so crucial, I think, in this like journey specifically because you're making such intense decisions so quickly that it's like someone leaves you, you know, so I don't know, but just like no reassurance that, you know, they have confidence in their decision. It's really sad. Like it's really sucky. It makes you second guess everything. It makes you like, okay, well, maybe should I talk to him this way? Should we have a little bit more time? You know what I mean? So you, I love the way that you did it. I think it was, you spoke your truth. Matt needed to hear it as harsh as it was. It wasn't really harsh though. Yeah, it's like the back and forth, that limbo phase that you're in doesn't ever help anything or anybody. So I think yeah. like cutting the cord quicker if you know it's not right helps, especially when things are so sped up in, in this show. Um, yeah, I mean, Serena, when you were driving away, did you ever have the moment where you were like, did I make a, did I make a mistake? Like, was that the right decision? Cause there was one time on my season where I sent a guy home early and it was the only time where I was like, Hmm, did I do that too fast? Like, should I, should I have kept around a little bit longer? Like, did that ever cross your mind? Yeah. I mean, I remember driving away being like, I miss him already. What the heck? I just left him and I already miss him. And I think it's so easy and normal after a breakup just to go through those what ifs and my biggest what if was what if I stayed one more week what if I stayed till fantasy suite we got a whole night together it was unmiked off camera time that we could have spent together would that have changed anything did I call it too soon should I give myself one more week but I think in the emotional state I was in I was I would have felt really guilty doing that to him because Mm -hmm. to take a spot from someone who was certain and I knew the other three women were they were in a place of certainty how disrespectful to take that valuable time away from one of his other relationships to figure out if he might be my fiance right I just didn't feel authentic doing that I felt kind of just shady. it would have felt really shady to me um and in the real world you know the real world I mean this is the real world but you know what I mean a normal dating life you kind of have that time to be like, okay, I'm not sure. Like, let me give this another week or two. Let me go and see him a few more times before I make that decision. But we just, you don't have the luxury of that on the show. I don't want to keep harping on it, but was there like one specific red flag that you were just like, you know, this is just something we're not seeing eye to eye on or that kind of kept I'm resonating with you? Trying to think. Because I would love to have that. Like, I would love to be able to say, like, X, Y, Z is why it didn't Mm -hmm. work out. And, I mean, I think every relationship, there's things that you're completely eye to eye on. And there's things that you maybe are not completely eye to eye on. But there was nothing big enough that I was like, this is a red flag. Right. You gotta run. (laughs) Like, it was, it was, there was nothing that was just so obviously wrong or any big issue, which is what made it so difficult I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I was just like emotionally torn over this decision because when there's nothing wrong it's like well why am I doing this 
like I'm leaving this great guy, I'm leaving this great relationship. But right at the end of the day, I just felt like I had to follow my gut and my heart. Can't fault a person for doing all that. So let's get into Women Tell All because that was your first time then seeing Matt since that hard goodbye. What was it like sitting down, seeing him face to face, having that first conversation since the breakup? Like talk us through what you were feeling in that moment. I was really nervous to see Matt for the first time. Um, I think when he walked out, the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, the beard. So <laughs> that kind of calms the nerves. Mm-hmm. Is all I could focus Hard to so miss. Crazy. That is looking at him. So yeah, I'm grateful for the beard. Um, it definitely just calmed my nerves for a second. But it was good to see him. I mean, I, I do wish the best for him. I hope that he's happy. I mean, all those things. We didn't get to obviously have an extensive conversation. We just kind of got to briefly address each other. But I was glad to be able to just reiterate why I made that decision to leave for what might have felt like quite abruptly. And um, just to be able to say, I, I care about you and I still care about you. And I wish the best for you. And I hope that this journey did work and you found love. I mean, like looking back, like how do you feel about everything now? Like, obviously you're still happy with your decision. Obviously you're doing well, but was it would there like be anything you would ever change or how are you feeling? I don't think so. I mean, I think hindsight's obviously twenty twenty, and watching mm-hmm. yourself back on TV is just a whole other level of hindsight that it's I never thought I would experience. <laughs> so weird. weird. Um, but I think overall, I'm proud of the way that I handled myself, and I'm proud of the decisions that I made. And there was a lot of hard decisions and hard moments I mean this is not an easy journey yeah but there's nothing that I sit here like oh that's a huge regret or I really wish I'd done or said this differently but I mean it's still learning experience like I've I've learned a lot from that show that's not to say I didn't take away things that I will change or work on in the future of course yeah I, I think and I've said this many times before like there's no possible way that you can go on the show as either contestant or lead and not learn so much more about yourself as an individual, so much more about how you handle relationships with a partner, relationships with the other women, with the crew. Like, there's just so much that you can take away. Like, I, and and we we asked um, some of the other guests, but like one thing that you learned most about yourself that you want to share with us, what was that? So for me, I have a really tight-knit community of family and friends at home. And I love to have everyone weigh weigh in on big decisions in my life. So I tend to go to them for advice and support and to hear their opinions. With this, you're completely disconnected. You have no technology, Mm -hmm. nothing. Everyone else in this house is either working on the show or dating the same guy as you. So I really felt like, and that's not to say I didn't have friends or people that I confided in, but I really felt like when it came down to decisions for me and for my relationship, I had to rely on myself. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always felt comfortable making decisions, but I've gained a newfound sense of confidence in my ability to make decisions and to give myself 
the leeway to maybe make mistakes and being able to trust my gut, trust myself and be like, okay, I'm a 23 year old confident woman who knows who she is and knows what's best for herself. And if I make mistakes, that's okay, but I'm capable in making those decisions and those calls independently. It's definitely a wake up call to like, because you don't have anybody to call on and you have to rely on yourself and it feels really freaking good to come back and be like, yeah, I freaking did that. And you feel good about every decision you made. So I love that. Serena, we have some fan questions for you that I really want to get into because like I said, I, I, you were like a fan favorite for me, for so many people. But before we get into that, um, you know, I love the fact that you are a confident woman, that you gained more independence and confidence from this show. There's a lot that the world has to offer in terms of Bachelor Nation and all of the uh, fun things to come. So what's next for you? Is paradise potentially on the horizon for you? Ooh, she smiled big. You see that? <laughs> yeah, she did. I, mean, I see all my- those teeth, girl. <laughs> I mean, my season just ended, so... I feel like I'm just kind of coming down from all of that and I am back at work at my job, but I had a positive experience with this show and can see how it can work and can see how you can find love in it. So I would definitely be open to considering opportunities again with the franchise in the future. It's so exciting. It's okay. a good time. And you're right. Well, you can find love on the show. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tasha knows firsthand. I know I knew it for a little bit, but uh, (laughs) speaking of, I mean, and there's not only paradise, like obviously paradise is in a few short months. So you have some time to figure out work and like what, what path you potentially want to take. But um, would you ever also consider becoming bachelorette in the future if you were offered it? I would consider it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely consider it. I like it. Keep keep those options open, girlfriend. What was it like kissing a 6'5 man? Oh my gosh. It was... Like, Matt is actually really good about not making the height difference awkward. Like, I've met <laughs> guys who are really tall and they feel tall when you're around them. Like, trying to hug them and, like, just the overall interactions. I'm like... And I'm 5'2". Like, I'm a small person. So... Being that height difference between me and Matt, the girls in the house used to make fun of me saying like I'd have to like reach up to grab his hand or that I looked just like so little next to him. But no, he is definitely the tallest guy I've ever dated. And I can't say it was awkward in any way. If anything, it was fun because he could pick me up like I was nothing. Oh my gosh. And that's, that's always fun. So (laughs) (laughs) let's see if you guys were both single, would you give Matt another chance? really the question of the day it feels like (laughs) (laughs) um look Matt went on that show to find his future wife and Mm -hmm. to find love and that wasn't me at this time I do hope that he's found that with someone he had three incredible women left and I'm hopeful he got what he was looking for from that journey I mean, I'll never say never. Who knows where we'll be a few years down the line if our paths reconnect or collide. Like I said, we had an amazing relationship and I still look on it really fondly and still care about him. But at this time, you know, I've made my choice to leave the relationship and I'm hopeful that he's found love. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. 
All right, Serena P, we have one more question. Well, actually, two more questions because I can't forget the main question that we ask all of our guests. But I'm dying to know, as as are many of our fans, because I actually got a lot of DMs after I did an Insta story announcing that we were going to have you on the podcast. Um, How tasty was the actual poutine that you (laughs) had with Matt on your hometown date? Oh, my gosh. I mean... Not tasty at all. <laughs> that was I, the, the image speaks for itself. I lifted the lid, lids on all of the food dishes. So I lifted the lid, and I looked at Matt and was like, "This is cold." And then we tasted. It and I was like, "Oh, it's cold. It's cold. This has been sitting here for a few minutes. Um, it's definitely not made in Canada." Don't get me wrong. You can't really go wrong with cheese fries and gravy, but if Matt ever right. comes to Canada, I definitely encourage him to try our poutine. All right, Serena. Well, we ask all of our guests this, and because, you know, we're basically almost at the end of the season, and you've lived through so much of the drama and the love and, like, all of the things that this wonderful show has to offer. So, overall, for you, what was your rose and what was your thorn of this journey? Oh, gosh. Um... I guess I'll start with my thorn, not to take this in a dark turn, but just to give you guys a little bit of insight on something that I went through on the season that out of respect for me and my family wasn't shown. Um, A few days before hometown, my grandmother passed away. So that was kind of the first piece of news I found out from the outside world and being trapped in Nemecola and, you know, our season didn't travel at all. So, I mean, I'm sure Tasha, you can relate to this being in that bubble and having no idea what's happening for weeks on end. It was a really hard kind of hit for me and for my family. And I know my friends were like, you look exhausted in some of these episodes. And just because there was a lot going on. So it made seeing my family and getting to have that reunion with them at hometown that much more special and that much more meaningful. Um, And then, you know, to take it on a little better of a happy. I'm so sorry to hear that, by the way. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. My rose was my relationship with Matt. Honestly, it was. I know that sounds kind of silly to say because obviously I ended that relationship, but I think that you learn and grow from every relationship you have. And we made some incredible memories together that I still to this day cherish. And I'll take everything I learned from him and from that relationship into my next relationships and into the future. So I am very grateful for that. Yeah, this is, I mean, yes, echoing Tasha's sentiment about your grandma. I am so incredibly sorry. I understand what it, what it feels like to lose family members. I can't imagine losing it when you're away from them and can't be there to hold and support the rest of your family members. So, you know, I'm wrapping you in a a big virtual hug here. And I'm so sorry that you guys had to deal with that at such a terrible time terrible time especially with this year and everything happening thanks Serena. <laughs> well maybe paradise maybe bachelorette one day who knows the world is your oyster so soak it all in thank you so much thanks for having me guys i really appreciate it this was fun oh my gosh tisha she was such a pleasure to have on I- i'm glad that we finally sat down she's someone that that i think the fans have been wanting to hear from for a while since her mm-hmm. very first one-on-one so she's a sweetheart what did you think of her I just love the way, I, I mean, I always thought that she carried herself so well. And um, it's just super fun being able to talk to the girls right after they come off of the show. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not used to it over there at Clickbait, but this is a really, 
I like that we give them the opportunity because you learn so much more about them. Like I was happy that she was able to talk more about her family and just like what that meant to her. And, you know, just yeah, I, I'm really happy we were able to talk to her. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and I've, I have said this many times and like, please people call me out when I do it because I always go into the seasons being like, the cast is so young. I feel so old. I can't relate this and that. And like, I'm kind of a downer about it. But I have to check myself and hold myself accountable because I have these women on who are, yes, they are younger. She is only 23, but she has a lot more maturity than a lot of the contestants that we've seen who are much older. And so that's the beauty of being able to do this podcast and have amazing guests like her on. So um, thank you guys all for hanging out and listening to us today. I know that you had been asking for Serena P for a while. So thank you to Serena herself for stopping by to share her story with us. And as always, guys, keep writing to us and letting us know your thoughts, any comments, questions, whatever you want. Please send it our way. You can find us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. And as always, if you don't remember, I'm going to say it once more because it's always here. But if you never want to miss an episode, please subscribe to our podcast. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at beachbound.com.